I wonder where a guy, an everyday Joe like myself, could find a little action. Do I make you horny? Me love you long time. Me so horny. What is your major malfunction, nut nut? Give me some sugar, baby. People of the air. This is Dave Sheridan, a.k.a. Special Kiffy. And you are listening to the Metal Hand of God podcast. M Hall. Don't worry if you don't speak it out loud. We'll give you your money back. Guaranteed. Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and you know that guy over there, the one, the only rum guy. That's me. <laughs> Yay. He's so excited today. Hey, uh, hey, I'm sorry. I just got off work. It's uh, as excited as I can be right now. I know you. I am excited because we have an amazing guest with us, Jake Perry. That's right. Director, filmmaker, guy interesting, from, guy interesting from man of, with an interesting vision, and I want him to tell you about it. The man who's a, who who has uh, attack sandwiches. That's right. Oh man, yes. Like, the killer sandwich is everybody's favorite. That's it is, dude. Like I watched it four or five times, and then I sent it to everybody I knew because I was like, the fucking killer sandwich is hysterical. I have I, I have a, a kid who works with me. He's he's actually doesn't work with me anymore. He just went to college uh, this past couple of weeks. But anyway, he was young guy, and I and I made him watch it. And he goes, "What am I watching?" <laughs> I feel like that's what everybody says when they watch anything I made. Well, oh, what man. what is what is the the let's 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 break it down. I I know you've probably done tons of these shows and stuff, and I I need to ask the question because I don't know. What is the story of you? When when did this vision of I'm going to start making films happen for you? You know, my entire life, I I grew up really poor. And like when we moved into the projects when I was a teenager, I thought we made it. That's that's how poor we were. <laughs> and so as I grew up, I was always that guy. I just have these stupid, ridiculous ideas that I feel like people should enjoy. And sure, I'd always sure. say that word, that sentence of, man, we should make that movie. But of course, I didn't have any access to any cameras or anything like that. It was a different time. I'm 45, you know? Yeah. And uh, I ended up saying that for my whole life, and I was a death metal guitarist. And um, I ended up blowing out my elbows and my wrists. And about five years ago, I was sitting at work with a couple buddies and I, I said we should make that movie talking about all the worst tropes of horror movies and, you know, just all through the decades, the worst crap. And I was talking about putting it all into one movie. I got sick of saying it. And that was on a Tuesday. I decided to go buy a camcorder. I had no idea how <laughs> to do anything. Okay. So 
It was a Sony camcorder that I bought off of Craigslist for a hundred bucks. No script, just an idea. I was filming by Saturday, and that is called Serial Killer Alien Werewolves. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the title says it all. That yeah. That is like five movies in one right there in the title. Dude, it is the best worst movie. My wife thinks it's the biggest piece of shit that was ever made, and I think it's wonderful. And so does everybody that's seen it. I think uh, with a title like that, it can't miss. I mean, if you are you are hitting the nerve of every horror monster nerd possible when you say that title. I mean, that is something right there. That is I haven't seen this one. This is the one I needed to see, Wayne. Look, I'm in 100. I'm in 110 percent to like do a screening of this movie. Dude, it's 15 minutes, but. Oh my god! I'll send y'all a link as soon as we're off here. Oh, thank you, dude. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Look, you know, so you you're from like West Texas area, right? What what part of yeah. what part of West Texas? Uh, I'm in Odessa. Okay, so you're out there. You're out there with the Mister Billy Pond, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy's Billy's like my friend and mentor. In fact, a lot of the movie that we're working on now, we're shooting at his haunted house. I am so sorry that he is your <laughs> friend and mentor. <laughs> no, dude, I, it's I, tough sometimes. I love that dude to death, man. He's he's become like part of our family on this show, and and he's just he's such a great dude, you know, all the way around. He um, is, man. He's one of the best people I've ever met. But being in the same area and having him as like my mentor, he. He picks it. You've seen the stuff that I make. It is not Billy's standard. That dude is <laughs> is an amazing artist, and I'm some dumbass with some funny ideas. Hey, you know man. what? You know what it is though. With with what you've got going on though, you're you know, every and we we've, we've interviewed and, and talked with uh, quite a few different directors and and filmmakers and things like that. But what you have is something a bit different. I think. What you do is something very classic. And when I say classic, I'm talking, um, are, are you familiar with those those type of films that are always shown? Uh, are you familiar with Sven Gulli? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. Uh, your type of flick would be on Sven Gulli for me, and I would enjoy that. You know, that's, that's the type of vision I see. I'm not saying that you're like anybody else because it's your complete vision. It's you. But to be able to take an idea as as you using your words as silly or stupid as you think it might be you know but i think when when you put it together because you can entrance an audience for that amount of time and they don't turn away i think you've done something right yeah i think you're doing something right man i think that's very cool you know you you brought up Svengooly, man and and he, this is what's funny is like i i'm not really I know who he is. I've never got to see, you know, like his actual show or anything like oh, that. He's classic, but he's absolutely classic. But I just sent Rum a picture of a mouse pad I got for a dollar yesterday, and it's him. Out of all the things you could have said, <laughs> I got a Svengooly fucking yeah, mouse. You did. You just sent it. That's awesome. Mouse pad it. for a dollar, bro. I got it for a buck at this like discount depot area I went to the other day. Let me tell you the story of your of your mouse pad real quick. Tell me, please. It's part, it's part of a package that you would buy with that mouse pad. You would also get a rubber chicken and a Svengooly t-shirt for the low, low price of 
thirty nine ninety five. Nice, and I got I got it for a buck. Look at that. I sent it to you too, Jake, so you can appreciate my uh, dollar find. No, but I, no. I I think that what you're doing is in a classic vein of entertainment. I really do because there is a lot of people out there. There is a, there is a it what you do is not mainstream, and I don't no, mean that, no. I don't mean that as any type of insult. I actually mean that as a compliment. Yeah, you're, you're coming across. You're coming across with an interesting idea. So we get to see a snapshot of an idea out of your brain. And this is what comes out. And I think that's that's what's the entertaining pack. That's the entertainment. The, the, the whole the whole vision right there is what you do. And uh, I'm, I'm really to try to compare you to Billy. Billy has his own thing. He's his right. own artist. He's yeah, very yeah. good at what he does. And what you do, you haven't probably been doing it as long as Billy. Billy, you know, yeah. right? Because Bi Billy, Billy is a wonderful man who knew Moses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Man. Billy, Billy, and he he has a completely different vision. But that's the thing with directors and writers and things; they all have a vision, and to convey that vision, it's never going to be the same. And if it is the same, it's not your vision. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, I think, I think, and as long as you are enjoying it and you can get other people to enjoy it, I, I think that's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, it's part, we're writing a book of our lives. Every day, we're writing a book of our lives. And you are writing down passages and leaving little bits of legacy as you go and that's yeah. what we should all strive to do and i i commend you for it because you're doing a great job yeah, for real man hey. Hey. now tell us about this freaking tapeworm movie okay so this one has has grown from billy actually told me he expected me to well y'all are familiar with frightmare weekend Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Lloyd Cryer was on what thirteenth. Yeah. I was I was listening to that one, and they do this fake horror trailer thing yeah. where you make a trailer and they show it. Well, right. we I had done a comedy film called Limited Horizons, and I was always playing around with shorts. And Billy was like, "I want you to do one. That's your that's my challenge for you." So we ended up making a fake trailer for Tapeworm 2. I literally took five people, came up with five ridiculous things that would in no way tie into each other. <laughs> and so I was like, dude, we're not going to make a movie out of it, so it doesn't have to make sense. So we make this trailer. And people loved it. Uh, like, my Facebook blew up. I went from 120 Facebook friends to almost 5,000 in a week. Wow. I was like, what is going on? So I had a lot of people wanting to see the movie. So we decided, okay, let's make it into a short. We'll cut it at 25 minutes. Everybody will be happy, and then we can move on. Because I, who takes a tapeworm movie seriously? It's not even a freaking tapeworm. It's more of a lamprey anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we go and we take this absolutely random set and figure out how to make it into a cohesive story and then we release that like here you go everybody be happy with this 
Well, that's not enough. Ever since we released that, it's gotten global distribution. It's been on streaming services. We sell a ton of the DVDs on the website. (laughs) And I was like, dude, I am not making this into a movie. (laughs) And then everybody, it's just... Somehow I ended up writing a script for a whole feature film. And that's what we're making now. It's peer pressure is what it is. You're... you're, your uh, fan base has spoken, my friend. They want you to yeah. make this fucking movie. I'm like, oh my god! And if you've seen it, like the worm, <laughs> I I do all the special effects too. So okay. I just do it with random crap because I don't have a lot of money. Right. Like the original worm in Tapeworm Two, I made out of a dryer vent hose from an RV. That's awesome. Uh, Panty hose over it, like twenty layers of liquid latex and painted it and then the teeth were cut out like that foam construction paper (laughs) (laughs) like it was not meant to look good it was meant to look like it was right so that's why it's so well lit in every shot i want you to see how ridiculous it is this is the genius of it though because you know what you're doing you're 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 taking a creative page out of trauma movies yeah yes Uh, yeah and that was the whole plan was I want this to be a trauma movie. Yeah. Without being, but I don't show nudity as weird as that is. I don't know. That, that's just my thing. But if, kids, and as a kid, I always watched horror movies. Yeah. But I, I, they, my kids know it's fake. They're here when I make all this stuff. So they know, and uh, which they're older now, but I still don't. I want kids to be able to enjoy it when their parents aren't watching. Sure. <laughs> as sure. weird as that sounds. Well, I mean, what, 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 teenage kid doesn't like a set of boobs man yeah but it, what about the six-year-olds and the eight-year-olds that are yeah, at they, some point in time they probably saw boobs they liked them too yeah. i'm sure <laughs> yeah yeah remember the old v uh uhf tv channels where you're trying to unscramble yeah the, oh yeah you sit there watching yeah. the channel yeah. flip through and you're like is that a nipple what oh what? oh it was a oh, kneecap yeah. but yeah, we used to watch porkies and all yeah. that and, and sure. look look man look we're, we're all about the same age so in your in in your defense i understand what you're saying because i do see a lot of the you know the younger kids wanting to see movies and they can't but and also it's also going to stifle you in your uh ability to be able to put out a you know bloody film or you know things like that because they also put our ratings on those even if you don't show nudity yeah, but it's it's a personal kind of deal, which, like, don't misunderstand. If it was organic to the story and it made sense, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Oh, yeah. But mm. I'm I, not I, just going to shove it in there like a lot of these <laughs> indie filmmakers just, oh, I got 37 sets of boobs in here, so watch my movie. Right. Well, I mean, that's, that's basically, you know, it's not a movie. It's a porn. You know, it is a movie. It's a porn movie. Exactly. You know, yeah, no, no, eventually. It's, it's just a normal night on Cinemax. Right, yeah, it's a Skinamax yeah. film. That's it. That's what it is. Yep. Skinamax meets the tapeworm or the dryer hose. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So, so, really, I mean, you're. Do you have a Do you have a large extended family? What do you mean extent? Like people that have adopted as family, or I mean, like cousins I mean, just, and cousins and uncles and stuff like and that. Shit. Do you have a lot? Of, I was just curious. You know how the uh, is there a family reaction to what you do other than your immediate like your wife and your kids and that sort of thing? 
Uh, well, I'm not real close to my family. In fact, um, my dad, you know, I we're fairly close, I suppose. But he uh, he died in serial killer alien werewolves. And <laughs> I also killed him in Tapeworm 2. Awesome. Oh, awesome. So, your dad so he died. has a bad habit of getting killed in my movies. Jake Perry has no issues. No issues. <laughs> <laughs> I think, None I, whatsoever. I think I think that's funny that you you you, you know what I would at, probably incorporate my my parents into it too my dad or at least my dad would be up for it I don't think my mom would yeah if my parents yeah. were alive yeah, and I was doing stuff my like dad that, hates horror movies really <laughs> yeah but he'll he'll be like oh where can I be just show me what to do that's so fun well, that's, see he, he's it's a it's a nice connection bonding thing yeah. father and son there you go. And I, I, I was just curious how, how, you know, other people reacted to what you do. I mean, does, do, do you get a lot of like head scratches from people? Uh, you know, it seems like locally, you know, now people are starting to take it a lot more seriously. Like in the beginning they were like, whatever, but mm. now like this, the, the new tapeworm Z movie that we're working on, I was adding it up and there's over 30 people in the main part of the movie. Awesome. Wow. Aside from awesome. just extra. I mean, there's there's a huge body count, just That's so you all know. That's good. I'm excited. And uh, the, I, uh, the effects are a lot better I, on this I, one. I do want to say. I took them a lot more seriously. That's good. I do, I do want to say one thing, seriously. If you make a sequel to the Killer Sandwich, me and Justin have to be in it. <laughs> Like, in, I want to be in the movie. Like you don't, Dude, you don't know how many people have hit me up to do that. But if, <laughs> like, if you watch during the credits on it, that was a true story. What? Yeah, you didn't watch the credits. I, I probably was, I have a friend, Eric Exton. He does. He's a filmmaker out of Oklahoma, and the dude is, he's like Billy level good. And he, he walked out, and there was this random sandwich on his roof. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what the hell? So for like three days, he's posting on Facebook about it. That's so and fucking funny. That fake sandwich that I made looks just like the one that's in the picture. <laughs> like I, the Facebook post is in the end. Oh and I didn't gosh. even tell him I was doing this. I just made it, sent it to him before I released it and just <laughs> waited. <laughs> you know what? You know, what's amazing. It's brilliant. Is there is a story that we don't know any of us yeah. about that yeah, that yeah like like room. why was the same how did it get there you know maybe it wasn't a funny story let's think of this let's go all right there's a sandwich on the roof how did it get there let's rewind 15 oh, minutes. he also lives in the middle of the woods in oklahoma nobody near him well i was gonna say was he, is he around like a mountain or no because i was thinking okay. I, I know what big bird birds I yeah. no it was bigfoot yeah, he was having a fucking ham sandwich. It was Bigfoot, Bigfoot wanders into a campsite. Okay. Going through the campsite, everybody's fishing. And he's like, ooh, what's going on? I got to, oh, what is this? Is this one of those those sandwiches? I need to have this sandwich. All of a sudden, he hears people coming through the woods. Oh, my God, I got to take off. Why? Because I'm Bigfoot. I am the king of hide and seek. I need to get out of here. So he's running through the woods. He's holding the sandwich. He's like, oh, my God, I need to eat this damn sandwich. And he gets into a clearing. All of a sudden, he trips over a branch. Sandwich goes flying. It gets on the roof. He's like, son of a bitch, there's a sandwich on the roof. Ah, 
And that's the end of that story. And that's how it got up there. All right. We're making that part of the film. Let's do it. Let's do the behind the <laughs> scenes. Prequel. <laughs> prequel. How did the sandwich I get there? I still have the sandwich, man. Dude, that's perfect. Dude, when uh, when we started filming, we brought out uh, Michael Ocho Torena and Tony Covington from Hacks Horror Show <laughs> to do roles in this. And they were staying at my house. Well, the day Tony gets here, he's all, hey, bro. Do you, do you still have that sandwich? And I'm like, I do. So I get it out. And this dude is over there taking selfies with that sandwich. That's bro. so cool, so dude. That's a he was starstruck over my foam sandwich. Dude, you need to keep. make sure you put the sandwich in like an airtight box. Keep it safe because that will be your fucking legacy. Whatever happens, you'll make these million-dollar films later on in life. And then everyone's going to come back to the fucking foam sandwich. I know. <laughs> Do you know? You know. Funny enough, I once in my life had a fake uh, sandwich as well. Really? Oh. I did, and I'm I'm not joking. I had a fake sandwich. I got it from uh, collecting cereal box things, uh, and it was the stage for the California raisins. <laughs> oh my god! You remember the California raisins? I do. I do. And they had they used to used to get them from Hardee's. And when you go through Hardee's drive through, you had the option of getting the California raisins. If you if you ordered the the biscuits, the cinnamon raisin biscuit things, uh-huh. you uh-huh. can get, get the little California raisins. Oh, and if you got those, then you got a little certificate. And then it said, oh, you need to collect these Kellogg's or Post or whatever it was. Cereal like thought box tops. tops or something. And you could get this fake sandwich. And when you got it. You could put your little characters on, and they, they're all you know, posing with their saxophones or drummer or whatever, but you could push the button, and it would play the California Raisin song. I heard it through the grapevine. That's it beautiful. Awesome. So so when I saw the killer sandwich thing, I was like, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a kid again. There's a sandwich. It's just a fake sandwich. I was so fucking cool. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was the coolest thing. Do you, need to, do you have that on a T-shirt? Because you need to have that sandwich on a T-shirt. Yes. Uh, dude, we've actually talked about doing that. You yeah, need you, to do yeah, it. You you, need, you, 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 and you know where you need to go is T Public. Yes, where where we have our T-shirts. That's right. Yeah, there you go. That was that was a good run-in for us to plug our shirts. That's pretty good. Nice. <laughs> I, I wasn't even paying attention, but yeah, you're right. That's good. I'm sorry, man. It's all those drugs. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can go to T Public and uh, look up the MHOG podcast and check out our T-shirt designs. We have some really good ones out there. Uh, there's oh, be- and guess what? what? There's a there's a commercial for that, isn't it, Wayne? Yeah. You want me to run it now? Yeah, do it now. All right, we're gonna do it right now. Here we go. All right, everybody, it's finally happened. The Metal Hand of God podcast has finally got an online merch store. It's located at tpublic.com. That's right. Public, T-E-E, public.com. Go there, to their website, type in M-H-O-G, and a variety of art designs will pop up where you can put them on t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, pandemic masks. That's right, we also have pandemic masks. The new fashion accessory for the year 2020 into 2021. We have wall art, notebooks, mugs, pillows, pins, you name it. Hey, you want stickers? Magnets? How about a phone case? 
That's right, you can get an MHOG phone case just by going to tpublic.com. A variety of sizes and colors, and the quality is hands down the best you're going to find. That's right, MHOG merch store at tpublic.com. You're part of the family. Might as well really be part of the family and grab yourself an MHOGT at tpublic.com. Thanks for listening to the MHOG podcast and for all your support through the years. We want to see those t-shirts outside, so go to tpublic, order your MHOG merch today. tpublic.com I hope you enjoyed that commercial that uh, I put right there. <laughs> That's how we do it. That's, That's how right. we do it, Jake. That's right. Yeah, Jake. This is it. Hey. hey I it, do the same thing. We're not getting any younger, Jake. We got to do it quick. Jake, <laughs> do, you, do you get this a lot when, when people say, hey, Jake, you're from State Farm? Do you get that shit? I, oh, my God. Yes. I mean, since that commercial. And, and are you offended that they changed the guy? No, I'm offended they brought it back at all. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. Like, like, like nobody was gonna know that that we we all of a sudden changed it from the portly white guy to the dapper black man. I was like, how did how did we not know this? I, I, don't, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand why they did it. One and two. I don't understand. I mean, they had the other guy in the first commercial. Yeah, and he was in the second one too. And he's like, and it was like. So is everybody at State Farm named Jake? And I'm this just Jake, wondering. And this Jake doesn't get shit. He doesn't get the big helping of bacon. He doesn't right. get the extra butter ranch. All the pizzas. God oh, damn. He he, get you know the other guy. Other guy gets a damn Ferrari and like a license to kill. Oh, the newest. Oh, you know he's getting pussy behind that too. Don't don't lie. Oh, yeah. you know something. That's eggs. Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking pussy, you're talking about cats, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay. He loves the kids. Yeah, that's weird. Oh God! So back to this, Jake. Uh, hey, Jake. <laughs> you didn't. So, you... so what? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Wayne. I was just gonna say you had no idea what you were getting yourself into. Uh, oh, I did. I, I've been listening to the podcast. Okay, good. For a while. Good. I'm glad. I'm so glad because when people so, when people uh, 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 come on the show and don't listen to us, they they kind of like what the fuck. I'm like, calm down. What I, what I like, want to know like, what is. Hey, shit. What is going on? What What is the next project for you is what I want to hear. You've got uh, to have something in the works. Because, you know, Frightmare, oh. Frightmare is coming back, right? It's coming back September. Soon, yeah. right? September. I mean, are you going to be there? Are you going to be doing something? It's uh, I, I actually was trying to and was not able to uh, actually be there or do anything interesting other than uh, Billy's not going to be there this this time around. So they're not doing the trailer thing that they right. normally do. Oh, okay. I am, however, rushing to have the actual trailer for Tapeworm Z, and I discussed it with Chuck. It's very likely that the trailer will be dropping at that, even though they're not having the fake trailer competition. Oh, that's oh, that's, that's cool, really though. cool. That'll be cool. 
Yeah. Un- un- uh, un- I felt like it was cooler to drop it there than anywhere else, especially since that's really where it all came from. Right. Well, hey, where where is where where do you get your draw your inspiration from? Uh, when you were a kid and you were watching movies and stuff like that, and there had to be something that really lured you into this, you know, other than just you know sitting around going, we should make a movie out of that. I'm I'm sure there was some sort of inspiration. You were like, I like this genre of movies, or I like this director, or I like this movie. What what was honestly it, it was a combination of what really got me into it was. A uh, combination of Trauma and Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Interesting. And then, of course, I have different inspirations now, or more inspirations. Like, Edgar Wright, that guy can do no wrong. No, I and agree, man. He, the, he's incredible. And the, yeah, the dude. I, I just don't know how he worked. But, I mean, it, case in point, the killer sandwich, those cut scenes I use in that <laughs> yeah. to pass the time. That was entirely an ode to him. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, I always sneak crap in there. So whenever you're watching my stuff, watch and see what you can get because there's always something. Uh, I so have, is there? I was going to say, go ahead, go ahead. no, you go first, buddy, because I was I asked him about. I was going to say, do you, do you storyline this stuff out before you do it? Is it is there a, a process a, me- a method to your madness? Is that what I'm trying to say? I guess. Well, on on some of it, um, okay. like. There's a lot of stuff that I did on you or that we do on YouTube and that I literally have that idea. And then it's on YouTube three hours later. Nice. Oh, okay. Nice. So there's a lot of stuff I fly by the seat of my pants, but on the bigger things like tapeworm two, um, now the new tapeworm Z, I mean, good God, this whole feature is huge. So much going. That's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be taking up a lot of your time too. I oh, mean, I'm it, sure. It it, you just don't do this stuff without, you know, it, you're just not doing this in like a like a day. This is taking some time. Oh, yeah, no, we've been uh, since the script got done, and from the time we started filming, we're about two and a half months in. But Dang. we're getting we're about eighty five percent done. In fact, I'm going to film another scene here in about an hour. That's great, That'd man. That's cool. awesome. I'm actually excited to see the film, man. I really am. Um, I, I I do like your work. I, I want to say you had sent me something, and I can't. I'll be terrible about this. I can't remember the name of, it, but it was about a gnome. Krongar, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Well, that was the most bizarre shit I ever watched, but it was so good I couldn't stop watching it. Dude, that was the worst experience <laughs> of my life. He did stop motion. He can go to hell. <laughs> stop motion about gnomes. It was, uh, it's well worth the watch people. You have to watch it. Um, and, uh, let me tell you, I wasn't disappointed with the ending at all. <laughs> was yeah, it a it, ending? That one, I walked into the dollar tree and they had those gnomes <laughs> sitting there. And then I looked, and they had all of the entire set. So I just bought them all, called my assistant director, and said, come over, we're starting this. Yeah. Mm. I've seen those gnomes <laughs> at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're famous now. They're in a movie. But see, that's how my mind works. I take something so innocent and totally flip the script on it. it it's like uh, in... Tapeworm 2. 
uh, Rosie, the Lori, the lady that acts, uh, that's the head bad guy. She's yeah. the sweetest lady ever in real life. So ah. I had to make her the villain. That's funny. And then in Tapeworm Z, uh, we have Michael Ojo Torena. He's always the bad guy. So he's my comic relief. That dude is the sweetest guy ever. Well, that, that's 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 definitely an interesting way of of looking at uh, a basic. Basically, you're breaking a stereotype. Yeah, absolutely. With everything that I can do, I don't want you to see what's coming. That's awesome. That's fun. That's absolutely fun. Are you you're are you still using the Sony cam camera? <laughs> no. No, no, I actually stopped using that halfway through Seacall. Look, man. I was just you, curious, you, you, because that's, I'm sure you still have it at least. I do. In fact, we have a series that we're doing now. It's a spoof of uh, paranormal investigating. Yeah. It's called Herman Monster Hunter on our YouTube channel. <laughs> and the guy that's the cameraman, which we're filming it all because the cameraman is still there. But that camera that he's using is actually the one we filmed that movie. That's so good. That's the only place we use it. My 12-year-old has taken over that camera, and he started doing his own little movies now. That's awesome. I mean, that's that's, that's awesome. you got to be proud about that. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. All my kids are part of this stuff. Any Anytime uh, your your kids, I don't have them. I, you know, I've, I've borrowed other children. And... <laughs> You, you know that sounds yeah, horrible. That sounds horrible. It does. I just took other children. It does. You don't know, worry. It was a lot easier when I had that big van and all that candy, but I don't have that anymore. So. Yeah, dude, you were um, you were great on To Catch a Predator. <laughs> thank you. I, that, was, that wasn't even my good side. I know, right? Uh, but uh, you know, when when the kids can interact with with their parents and actually, in I'm sure I know it's tough, you know, trying to get you know common ground a lot of times with kids. If you can do that, you've done something right. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, I don't know if Wayne's done it yet. Not yet. Not yet. Mine's only five. No, I, I think you're doing good. I mean, he's got the skateboard stuff. He's yeah. doing everything. It's good. He's gonna be. I mean, his name's Wayne too. So you just kind of, you know. Well, you know, Caitlin always says he's a carbon copy of me. Like every yeah. fucking thing he, we do, it's it's the exact same thing oh. I would do. So, no, no. Yeah. yeah. So he wants to be a podcaster too. So I'm just, you know, I'm like, don't by, do. By the, I told by the time he I told him it won't be podcast anymore. Nah. Be something. Else. But I told him I said, don't do that, man. You want to make money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told him not to be a filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like people always say, well, you know, it's passion jobs. I mean, passion. That's what filmmaking is. That's what podcasting is. It's 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 all about passion and what you want to do. You have a passion for something and you you go for it uh, because you know honestly that's all you're going to get out of it. If you don't, you know, strike yeah. it big. I mean, we're, we're not like, I always say this, we're no fucking Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan's nothing to really look at either. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not, Hey, look, I'm not being an asshole about it. Okay. I'm not, if the man wasn't famous, he would not have a podcast. Okay. That's all there is to it. Same with other people, but you know, he had a, he was a celebrity beforehand and that's all. That's how I say it. That's right. I mean, no, he I knew did. all the famous people before we got to work for this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we we you know we've held our own for quite a long time. Yeah. When they when the chips were down and people said, "Hey, you're not going to be here tomorrow," I was like, "Yeah, we are. We're still here because we're stubborn. We're stupid. Yes. We just keep going. We like to beat our heads against fucking doors." 
I mean, it's just what we do. And, and, and you have that same type of stubbornness, I think. I think you're going, but you're actually going places with this. Were you expecting that? I mean, were you expecting no. this, type of, uh, this type of following? I mean, any type of following is a great following. Don't get me wrong. Underground, in my opinion, the underground following the is best. the best following. Yes. Because that's where everybody else, that, because everybody gets overlooked. No one sees us. Well, it's, it's you know, no yeah. one sees the ground guys. It's not just and, that, dude. It's not just it's not just that, you know, an all an underground following is a legit following. Like those people actually love what you do. Right. When, it's, when not, you, it's not because you're the most popular or you're yeah. paid to be there. I mean, when it's you're just, mainstream, people ju- like A will just listen to you because you're there, or B, we're gonna go watch this movie because you're so and so is in it. You know, it, it, they don't care who you are; they just, you know, think it's popular. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But That's, uh, I trip out because I have people like I had uh, until I got that global distribution deal on Tapeworm Two. I had mm-hmm. people in the UK wanting this movie, awesome. and I'm like, I. Dude, the the DVD was like fifteen bucks, but shipping is like forty. How yeah. am I supposed to do that? So that's one of the reasons that I I allowed an overseas distributor to have it, is so that people over there could get it. But hell, I got I'm a little small town in West Texas, and I got people in Maryland, Tennessee, all right. over the place ordering it, and I'm like, it's awesome. what is going on? It's yeah, so but good, that's dude. that's a cool thing that it means someone somebody somewhere else, and that's why we like what we do, is because we end up strangely connecting with people on a weird level all over the world, all over the world. And, and isn't that, isn't that something though? Isn't that, you know, just a little bit of that type of connection with, with, uh, strangers that isn't creepy, you know, (laughs) (laughs) is always a nice thing, you know, because uh, you, you end up having this kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm in a in a special club type of moment. Yeah. You know, when when you're with these people, you know, and you're talking with these people, it's just like, yeah, I don't know you, you don't know me, but for some reason we're connecting, and I think that's awesome. And I yeah. and we're not here long enough, you know, to to make you know to 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 pass by these type of connections. Our lives are very short, and if we can make those type of connections with people all over the place, whether you're doing something amazing to change the world or not you know you've changed some lives at one point in time you're a part of that moment you're part of that life you know of somebody else which is really really cool and that's what connects your movies to people i think i think you you're hitting on something primal with a lot of people and uh they're finding the humor and the fun that you're 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 throwing out there and i I think you're 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 banging it you're absolutely banging it thank you Wayne, Wayne, not so much. Me, no, no. I'm just, I'm just sitting around, man. Wayne banged it one time and he got a kid. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I did it. To, I only did it the one time, you know. One time. I made it count. Man. Yeah. <laughs> My time counted. Now I got a little boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carrying on my a, name. Made a golem. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I did. As long as it's not uh, a shit golem, I'm good. So. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> other than that, man, I think you're you're uh, you've you've got you've got to be having a plan for the rest of this year. What do you what are you doing other than uh, you know are, are you you're thinking about doing the Texas Frightmare thing? Hopefully that works out. I hope I hope they show your 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 short 
Uh, what else is going on? I mean, you, we've, we only got a few more months in this year. What's, what's happening? The rest of this year is going to be to finishing Tapeworm Z. Okay. Um, we should be done filming uh, by mid-September. And then it's a lot of, you know, editing and getting the sound. And uh, we have Ams Overton doing uh, a score on it that, you know, you've seen our stuff. I, I lean heavily toward the retro 70s, 80s kind of style feel. Yeah, I do. I just can't see change in that, man. That's what we do. That we've built up the following that we've got with this style, and mm-hmm. that's us. Right. So I, I don't want to go for this big polished look just because we're going for a feature. I want to stay true to the people that are our fans, and gain the right ones for our style, and the right ones do feel right with this. It just it feels correct. Good. So, uh, you know what? And that, that 80s thing, uh, strangely enough, uh, seems to be coming back like gangbusters. I mean, if you listen to popular music right now, speaking of scores and stuff like that, the, the biggest thing out there right now is that sound of the 80s synth pop that you would yeah. hear in like the old VHS horror movies. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, uh, just look at one of the biggest artists out there right now, The Weeknd. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Uh, all, all of that, uh, Miley Cyrus's new stuff, synth pop. I'm sorry. Everything out there right now is that is hitting big is the synth pop scene. And, uh, that, you know, music plays a big part, you know, that the, the, the unspoken musical parts of movies and, sh- and things like that are just as important as, as anything else. And uh, if you don't have the right score, you don't have the right music, a lot of that vision can be lost and you're, you know, I think I think adding and, and doing how you're doing it and what you're doing with it makes a big difference, and I I, I, I see that you get that because I, I that plays a big part on the following. I think you've got too, you know, people are, are connecting with that that retroness of it, right? The feel. Yeah, and I think people come in the the people that have really latched onto us are they realize you know we're not we're not trying to change the world. We're not trying to be, you know, Oh, I am the premier artist. I mean, that would all be great, but I'm not that fucking talented. I'm just (laughs) a goofy guy that can make anybody laugh, you know? And I love horror over the top gore. So we just, we just want you to have fun. That's sure. And (laughs) I think, you know what, uh, you know, like we mentioned trauma before, uh, trauma has been around for so long, but uh, it, I think I think it's going to be people like you that take over the reins in a different way, you know, because that that those movies are are classics and we watch them. You know, you watch them, I watch them. Wayne, yeah. watch, everybody watches those movies, and like 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 one of my favorites is like Sucker the Vampire. Love Sucker the Vampire. Love it. It's a stupid ass movie, yeah. but but it's it's again it's captivating. You're, you're, you're caught in the cheese, you know, you're caught, yeah. the music is there, you know, and that, that holds you and hold, you're like, oh, oh, I don't know. It's kind of catchy. I got to watch this. Oh my gosh. I'm really into this weird. And after a while, like 35 minutes past, you're just like, I'm still watching this. Oh my God. I'm still watching this. And then you can't get away from it, yeah. you know? And, but there, there are these visions of, of the over the top, uh, those over-the-top visions and storylines 
that are that are so cool that and really any of that stuff you know i get tired of the term but those movies are not pc anymore (laughs) no but but give a shit because that's what's great about them yeah absolutely that is absolutely what is great about those type of movies Okay. And I understand that you, you know, and I'm sure Wayne, I mean, everybody with kids and stuff like that, you know, you, you got to, we hit upon it, you know, we got to be careful what we do, but in a way, the lack of PC brings us back to a, uh, a more lighthearted vision of what we used to be. You know, we weren't so into ourselves. We weren't so serious all the time looking for somebody to be angry at. It was just what it was. It was yeah. fun. It was just exactly. fun. Yeah, man, look. That's a sore subject because those those films are so good. They're so much they're so much fun to watch and just so silly. Um, but nowadays you have to it seems like I don't know, you gotta be a pussy to live in this world. Um, yeah. you know, and, and that's just for, you know, lack of words to say, I don't mean it, you know, like, well, I do mean it. Fuck those people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, really, I mean, it just seems like everybody's offended by everything and, and like, you know, I mean, you can't have fun by going watch a film. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just a film, you well, know, are you, are you, uh, do you take your film, uh, ideas and stuff? Do you, are you big into Halloween? Oh Yeah. Do you, do you like the, the holiday? I mean, what what is what is Halloween like at your house? Oh, we yeah, we're a family of artists, man. We do paintings. Uh, if you can think of an art form, somebody in our house does it. So oh. yeah, I mean, we decorate for Halloween like Christmas. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so I good. Mean, hell, Christmas we have a black Christmas tree, bro. Yes. <laughs> we put yeah. out candelabras and. That's fucking I mean, cool. Uh, it, we just really embrace the whole, the whole culture. I guess you would say. Yeah. You, you would trip if you saw my living room. I mean, movie posters. All of our art in our whole house is from local artists. Awesome. Like we believe firmly in support the local scene. But I mean, come this Halloween, we have an art show that we're throwing. My wife does big shows like that for all the locals, and we'll have fifteen artists in this building and. People come buy stuff, and we try to be supportive that's of everything cool. art-wise in the community. Damn, and that's and really that's, cool. that is extremely important. There's, there's, that's something that we are also super hugely supportive of is anything local. And we've yeah. always said that you can be, uh, you know, you know, support local even if they're not your local. Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. You know, and 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 that's a that that should be the way it is because it used to be that way a long time ago and people have, you know, for a while there, everything was just, it's got to be retail store, retail store, retail store. Well, why would I go to a retail store if I can get it done by so-and-so locally and it's a a handmade quality, it's a better quality and it's one of a kind, you know? Yeah. And half of the time that stuff's cheaper too. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. You know, and a lot of times I buy pieces of, of, of art, art or pottery or whatever and you know you may have an artist who's like oh how much is that oh it's 50 bucks and it's like i'm giving you 60 you know right, yeah. I, right. You to- you're not putting enough into your time because people don't realize how much time it takes for these artists to do stuff 
you know, yeah. and they're undercutting themselves just to sell something, you yep. know, and, and, and it's, it's not right. So when, when you're out there, everybody, if you're listening, if you're out there and you're seeing somebody doing something local, whether it be, no matter what it is, even a freaking tattoo artist, yeah. there's tattoo yep. artists out there, you know, they're, they're getting stuff done and be like, oh, I can do that for you for a hundred bucks or 300 bucks or whatever. And be like, I always tip good with tattoo artists. Oh yeah. Cause that way when you cut, if you ever go back, dude, you know, that that's the dude who gave me so-and-so, you know? Yeah. Fucking right. Oh, it, it, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a nice thing, but I do it primarily just because those people took the time, you know, and I, I'm, I'm paying them extra for, as an acknowledgement of, the good work that they did. Right. And Absolutely. that's should be. always, always go a little bit above and beyond for those who deserve to go above and beyond. If those don't go above and beyond shit on them. Yeah. Figuratively or literally, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think this is awesome, man. I'm, I'm really excited to, 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 to learn about you and, and to find all this new stuff out. This I, is going to be great. I'm, I, I do I have think, a question I for you, Jake. Well, I'm sorry, we're yeah. me to walk over you, but but I do have a question for Jake. You 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 were a death metal musician, right? Yes. What was the name of the band? Oh, uh, Adipasir. Adipasir. All right. Yep. What what yeah. do you have anything out? Uh, we used to have it on Bandcamp, but uh, the only place you can really find it is if you uh, YouTube Adipasir TXDM on uh, uh obviously youtube where the hell else <laughs> <laughs> fuck just ignore my dumb ass because <laughs> uh, i'd like yeah. to hear it man i'd like to hear it it sounds like it's something i'd be into so i want to check right? it out if you like texas death metal dude that's uh, uh, that's exactly what we were and uh our old singer and the old drummer are now in a band called pill everything uh and dude that is sick they're they're with members of devourment or a I, member of devourment i now. i think i may have book kill everything in louisiana very possibly it sounds like i i because i i do book a lot of uh uh texas bands that come down through this way and 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 i'm just curious I'm, i might have huh it you sounds familiar i have to look up at all the stuff i did yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. So, uh, has has uh, the uh, worldwide crap uh, bothered you much at all with what you do? Uh, you know, it did for about a year. It put a hold on everything. Uh, yeah. We did catch COVID. Oh uh, no! Because my wife worked in a funeral home, okay. and uh, people are kind of assholes and you know a family member would die and they'd come in and not bother to tell anybody that they had covid oh nice and so everybody at the funeral home ended up catching it that's fucked up i mean we were fortunate i mean it, my wife was sicker than i was i was just five days felt like general shit right. but it got her a little harder than it did me but we were we were generally speaking good uh, we had a flu the year before that was worse on us so so it was the it was the live people were the assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was I I'm glad we just we we, we figured that out because I was really thinking yeah it's pretty hard to call that dead guy an asshole. Like, I mean, I'm sure some of them were, but <laughs> yeah, I I had the uh, the COVID as well, and and I I suffered about as much as you did. My wife and kid didn't catch it, thank God, but you know, yeah, our kids didn't show any signs of it. 
I only have four. Good. Right, that's good. Well, stop it. That's too many kids. Did you get stop the whole uh, losing the taste and smell? Oh, yeah, it sucked. That is the worst part of the whole thing. Yeah, dude, I hated that so much. Like, I just wanted to, I was like, I'm not, I'm not eating. Why? Yeah. Because it sucks. Like, it, this is, uh, this, I can't like, enjoy you anything. I think you can wrap your mind around that shit until it happens. Right. And uh, when it happens, you're like, what the fuck? There's a, a girl that works for us, uh, super nice, but she had COVID and she still has not gotten her taste right. She oh. still has not gotten all that stuff right. Everything, like everything she used to love to eat, she can't eat now. Yeah, it t- she yeah. Says it well, like- the same way. It lasted like three months. She couldn't taste anything. Yeah, and it's and some people that changes their taste buds where the stuff that they did like. They well, don't, she she's been like up for a year now, and she still can't. Get, she's just now being able to eat tomatoes again because she can. They don't taste like uh, acid. Yeah, yeah, because like certain wow. things will be just like burning you. You know, it, how does that taste? Burning. <laughs> Dude, I mean, right when I started to lose mine, I tried chicken noodle soup. And I swear to God, it was a spoonful of salt. And my wife was like, dude, it tastes normal. Yeah. I was like, no, the hell it does not. It was just mush and salt. Yeah. yeah. And then two hours later, there was nothing. But, I mean, really, if you think about it, what an ingenious diet plan. Right. 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 Yeah, I'll Not keto. keto, get COVID, right? Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the COVID diet plan where you can't taste shit. Nothing. Or it all tastes like shit. Yeah, there you go. Or it all tastes like shit. (laughs) Oh, that's awful. Well, that's that's that sucks. I'm sorry I brought us down. You made me. I'm I'm crying. I'm crying now. Hold on, I gotta wipe my tears. (laughs) So, Jake, man, tell everybody where they can find your stuff, like you know your URLs and all that good jazz. Okay, uh, for the stuff that we still have on YouTube, like uh, Herman Monster Hunter, and you need to go check that out. We're dropping a new episode every week. It's stupid oh, and funny. I will check, uh, that, check that out. That's just YouTube at Slash and Chill. Uh, we have a website where you can get the DVDs, uh, Tapeworm 2, Limited Horizons, and we have one on there called The Box of Random Fuckery. <laughs> that is where you could get the killer sandwich. You can get Krongar the hippopotamus. You can get insectoid, which I can't believe you didn't mention insectoid. That one is wonderful. It is a beautiful film. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but I, it's I'm still drawn to the gnomes in the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all of those are on a DVD that's actually a fundraiser DVD for Tapeworm Z. Oh, cool. uh, you can get all of that at slashandchill.com. Slashandchill.com, everybody. Check and them out. Of course, out. we do have an Indiegogo up for the next 12 days uh, for Tapeworm Z. We also have a link on uh, to that on the website, uh, Facebook page for Tapeworm Z. There's and no space. Get those T-shirts up, man. You need to get those T-shirts rolling. That'll That's help right. out. I'm Sandwiches. You, man. Mad Dash for <laughs> yeah. the sandwich shirt. We're definitely going to work on that because we're fixing to start hitting cons, too. I've just been so busy with this movie, man. Jeez. Well, well, you, you've you've got some more scenes to be shooting tonight, and uh, uh, I think uh, I, I I'd love to see I'd love to see it in action. That's what yeah, I want to see. You need you need to film like a behind the scenes. Oh, we are. Uh, there's lots and lots of backstage stuff this time. Sweet. Very very. Cool. 
Awesome. Well, Jake, man, thanks again for doing the show, man. It was so much fun. Oh, man, thanks for having me on. You guys are a blast. Thanks, man. We appreciate that. I would love to have you on. Look, dude, soon... I tell you what, as soon as the movie is finished and in the can and ready to do whatever, you hit us up. We'll do you again. Awesome. We'll I am you, down. We'll put you back on, Very man. Cool. I'm, I'm always glad to have you on. Um, Well, guys, girls, ladies and gentlemen. The guy with the hat? That's right. The guy with the hat in the corner over there. I was your host, Wayne. I am the rub guy. And that guy over there was Jake Perry. And. Remember, as always, to keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, metal. That's it. Get the fuck out!